0: Magandang araw, mga kapwa naka-quarantine. Ako po si Hawi Severino, journalist sa JMA Network. Bago ang lahat, may disclosure lang po ako dahil tungkol po sa turismo ang episode na ito. May malito resort ang aking pamilya sa Batangas. Hindi po pag-uusapan ang Batangas sa aming mga interview. Makaraan ng na buwang lockdown, ang pinakamatagal na lockdown sa buong mundo. Unti-unti na nagbubukas ang ilan sa mga kilalang tourist destination, sa bansa. Handa na nga ba tayo para sa new normal sa turismo? Para sagutin ang mga katunungan natin tulad ng ligtas na nga bang bumiyahe at mamashal mga kapanayam natin si Tourism Secretary Bernadette Romulo Puyat, ang Tourism Officer ng Baguio na si Alec Mapalo, at ang Canadian Travel Blogger na si Kyle Jennerman na mas kilala bilang si Kulas. Nabubukas na ang major tourism destinations natin para pag-usapan ang kanyang excitement at kabah. Kasama natin ngayon si Tourism Secretary Bernadette Romulo Puyat.
1: Magandang araw sa inyo, uh, Secretary Puyat. Magandang araw, hawi at magandang araw sa lahat ng nanunood sa Okay, uh,
0: these are exciting days uh, no, for the tourism industry. Kumusta na po kayo? May butterflies ba? Kasi
1: tourism has been on lockdown for months now from March, maybe January to August, we've had a 76.26% decrease, of course, in international arrivals because we've had no foreign tourists. And, we, and the same also is the same in revenue, decline in revenue. And um, as of March, only the hotels that have been used for, at the start, uh, um, housing for BPO employees, bank employees, and now they're housing for... Uh, OFWs, returning OFs, so basically, oh, wow, in 2019, tourism employed 5.7 million people. Based on our latest survey, 4.8 million have already been affected, either have lost their jobs or are underemployed.
0: Okay, Secretary Berna, I'll ask you more about that bad news, now. but first, there's some good news, no? Um... I think by the time this airs, no? Bukas na ang, uh, Boracay. of course, Boracay is the star of our tourism yes. uh, industry. You know?
1: Well, we actually, we already opened Boracay last June 16, but then the governor and the mayor only wanted it to be open to Western Visayas. So um, I asked them if they were willing to open up to other MGCQ areas, but they were comfortable with only Western Visayas. And that was sort of a dry run already. And then about after a month, they asked if age restrictions could be mawalaing age restrictions because Filipinos really travel as a family. Of course, we asked the permission of the IATF. And so far, so good. Although um, since from Western Visayas, they've only had more than 3,000 visitors. So they finally asked us, the LGU, if they can open up to not only MGCQ, but GCQ areas. Of course, I am worried. Of course, that's why I have to fly there to make sure each and every protocol will be followed. Um, I know it will not be perfect, but then, ano lang eh, ingat remember first, um Since June, we've already been inspecting each and every hotel. And um, the uh, online system is in place. When you go to Boracay, you will be given a QR code. And that QR code is your code for the rest of your trip to Boracay. That will also serve as your contact tracing. We are telling all the tourists and the travelers who are excited to go to Baracay, meron pang virus. So please be responsible travelers. Always wear your mask. Watch your distance. At least one meter. And always wash your hands. So, nandiyan naman ang DOT. We're, we're checking that everything is accredited. Pumasasa health and safety protocols. Uh, nandiyan naman yung LGU. Um, to make sure that everybody follows, nanja PNP we have tourist cups. Parang magpaalala lang na oh, watch your distance, etc. But at the end of the day, we really need the help of the tourists. Be responsible travelers. Boracay has zero COVID. we? Yes. Okay. Uh, balikan lang natin sa itong uh, lifting of
0: age restrictions. No, that's a, I know that's a, a complex matter. Yes. Pag sinabing uh, age restrictions kasi may mga underage, may overage. No? So, yes. y- you will be allowing tourists who are both children and those under 21 and those, over, and those who are senior citizens. Di kaya makukompromiso ang health and safety ng mga
1: senior citizens, lalo na. Kasi first, number one, lahat, they have to have a negative RT-PCR. 48 hours before traveling. So, dapat negative... And dapat kung immunocompromised, ka are ka not We've actually had dry runs for El Nido uh, in certain parts of Palawan and in other parts of Bicol. We've already had dry runs for resorts uh, point-to-point from GCQ to MGCQ. No age restrictions, basta may negative RT-PCR. So we've been doing that for the past three months. And we discussed this with the doctors and the IATF. They said, sige, as long as my negative RT-PCR... And siyempre, on the day itself, kung may symptoms ka, inuubo ka, sinisipon, bawal nang travel. And of course, yung um, yung senior citizen naman, kung meron siyang maraming problema sa health, wag na.
0: Yes, of course, yung yung nabanggit nyo, yung Boracay has been COVID-free all this time. Una, yes. that's hard to believe considering the amount of uh, human traffic no? from different parts of the world going through Boracay.
1: No, walang tao kasi, ba? And then since March, walang tao. Walang taos, it's March. And then, um, ang ginawa na lang namin also to be to make sure all the employees were tested RT-PCR in preparation also for October 1. Maybe that's also your next question kasi parang ginawa namin since wala namang known cases. Actually, even El Nido and Panglao, zero cases of COVID.
0: Okay, alam naman natin, itong mga PCR tests na yan, hindi yan mura, yeah. no? So, uh, uh, dagdag gastos yan sa mga turista. And uh, how do you foresee... Uh, that dampening uh, demand y- yung, uh, tur- there will yung people who will not be able to afford to travel. Alam
1: mo, Howie, first of all, I'm just so happy na finally bubukas. For me, it's not an all or nothing. At least, unti-unti. Try muna natin ito, di ba?
0: PCR test, we know, no? Kahit yes. may waiting time, may waiting time pa rin, no? Correct. And, uh, Correct. Ano ba yun? Uh, so, tourists, ano ba yung advice, advice nyo? Uh, tourists okay. need to have their test before they fly?
1: Oo, dapat before flying.
2: Yeah, dapat before then, travel. Quarantine
1: Kailangan magpa-quarantine kasi kung gumala sila sa mall. Exactly. That's what we're telling people. You are only negative at the time you take the test. Di ba? So, At ngayon naman, um, we're lucky because mas mabilis na ngayon lumalabas yung RT-PCR results. Now, let's say it happens also. Pagkadating mo sa Boracay, inuubo ka bigla. It it will happen. So, meron ng isolation facility. Yun pa lang, a-isolate ka na. And hindi ka nasasama yung jetty na papuntang island. Now, let's say pagdating mo sa Boracay itself, may symptoms. Right away, there's a COVID hotline. And Dadaling ka na sa main island, dun ka na i isolate at ipapa test. We did a survey, Howie, with the AIM. And uh, with the survey, I was pleasantly surprised to find out that 77% still want to travel in the absence of a vaccine. But 96% want to see health and safety protocols in place. So, what
0: will be the other safety protocols? It will be safe to swim. Uh, no? Pwede yes, no? Yes.
1: Pwede naman mag-swimming, pwede naman magswimming, swimming but always sa beach. Um, Health ano? Uh, hindi na yung makakadikit kayo. It cannot be na um, when we talk to the governor and the mayor. Bawal muna ang party at bawal na na ang inuma. Um, still yung mg pag mgcq di ba? Mgcq nga di ba? Maximum lang of two bottles. Yung yung regular ha? hindi yung grande yah maximum lang two bottles. But we asked the mayor, close muna yung mga bars because it's quite difficult to paano maililimit ang two bottles. At pag medyo paglasing na, how can you, kawawa naman ang PNP natin. Sabi ko naman sa mayor at sa LGU, baby steps muna tayo. May It's not like may vaccine na tayo. Paunti-unti muna. Kasi, di ba, um, nakasalalay dito yung hanap buhay Yung maraming nawalan ng mga MSMEs, yung mga driver, yung mga uh, bellboy, yung mga waiters, nakasalalay, dito lahat. People are all watching. Kasi a lot of our tourist destinations, Howie, ayo pa magbukas. So they're all watching this kung ano mangyayari. So maingat na maingat tayo.
0: So may limitation ba kayo on number of visitors to Boracay?
1: Um, there's a carrying capacity naman talaga na 19,000 plus. But then, we've only um, given uh, health and safety protocols to 202 accommodations and resorts, mga 4,000 rooms. So with that, within carrying capacity. Hindi siya hindi. piksikan. Uh,
0: alam ko, pinag-uusapan yung pagbibigay ng ayuda rin sa industriya, lalo na sa mga maliliit uh, na negosyo, no? uh, yung mga medium. Uh, ano bang status nito? Kaya ba ng gobyerno magbigay sa mga tourist facilities?
1: Um, for the Bayanihan too, we were grateful to the BICAM um, because they gave $6 billion for, uh, under SB Corps for small MSMEs and then another $3 billion through Dole for cash for work. But at the end of the day, tamay yung tanung mo, nothing beats restarting tourism. Our tourism stakeholders want jobs yun talaga ang ayuda, ang working capital loan, syempre it will only go so much. Nothing but beats restarting tourism. At saka kung magka-outbreak, kawawa naman ng LGU, di ba? Sila ang magha-handle noon. So, ang swerte ko pag napakagaling galing talaga ng, ano, pag napakagaling ng mayor. Recently we also went to Panglao, Bohol.
0: Well, it's good. It's it, it's good, no? Na you're you're paying attention to the to the major players, no? You must star performers natin. Ala, pero alam naman natin, ah. Uh, tourism this is nationwide. no? Maraming lugar sa Pilipinas na nag-a-attract na rin ng uh, turista. No? Kumusta naman yung uh, mga lugar na yan? I mean, does it need a special rollout like Boracay and Bohol? Or pwede na silang tumanggap ng mga turista ngayon? Yung mga mas maliliit na bayan at probinsya.
1: Well, yun na nga eh, um, Most of the provinces now are hesitant to accept tourists outside of their province. It's like all eyes are on Baguio and on Boracay on how we will handle this. Of course, our goal is to open as many as possible, but we also understand the the fears of the residents. So, we need to instill the confidence in them. Like For example, in Palawan, I I flew there in June and I talked to the mayors of uh, El Nido, Coron, and San Vicente. And sa El Nido, pumayag sila, pero one resort plan for dry run. Uh, alam natin yung
0: year 2019 ay record-setting year for uh, tourism, no? And uh, alam natin the trend uh, was going to continue sa 2020 bago tayo nagkaroon ng uh, pandemia. But, what are the trends in uh, tourism uh, bago the pandemic? Was, was domestic uh, tourism picking up or was it mostly foreign
1: or, or what? Actually, it's really domestic tourism that's driving our uh, economy. Um, 12.7% of the GDP is from tourism. 10.8% of that is from domestic tourism. Last year, 110 million domestic trips compared to 8.26 million foreign arrivals. So, yun pa when you look at the numbers, 8.26 to 110. Ang swerte naman natin, we have 7,641 islands and 12 airports. And people really love local, want to support local. So, uh, may pangamba pa to travel abroad, but um, gusto pa ng mga domestic. We asked kasi in the survey, ano bang gusto niyong puntahan? Gusto nila sun and beach, farm tourism, gusto nila small small kunyari may tour groups maliliit lang uh, Takot takot la lahat sa malalaki gusto lahat open air mountain climbing lahat basta open air yon so
0: mag, mga anong estimate ng na mga ng nawalang uh, revenue sa tourism uh, sa taon na to
1: we can only talk about international that's 70 plus percent I'm still getting in fact I was asking governor Yapnae eh, kasi in Baguio alone for 3 months they lost about 1.5 billion Baguio In Baguio alone in El Nido when I was there June El Nidos and Vicente Coron if I'm not mistaken I think they've lost already more than 10 billion but definitely yung sinasabi kong 70 plus percent na decrease that's just international. Mas malaki, siyempre, ang domestic. Kasi we're talking about 110 million Filipinos traveling.
0: And, and when, you're talk, when you talk about opening up some destinations, wala pang foreign, wala pang international. yung. pang. Minsan, pinag-uusapan tong concept of a travel bubble. Uh, tell us about that.
1: The travel bubble or the travel corridor was inspired by Dapat tiba Australia and New Zealand. They were going to, Basta within Australia, New Zealand, pwede mag-travel. Pero hindi lang natuloy kasi tumaas yung cases ng Australia at nagkaroon ng outbreak sa Melbourne. But ang concept n'on is kung low or no COVID cases or halos walang COVID cases, you can travel freely um, uh, within uh, among your countries. Ang suerte natin, for example, in Panglao. It has an international airport. So, pwede actually dumerecho ang isang bansa na low-COVID case. Hindi na pwede, kailangan dumaan sa Naiya, pwede nang dumerecho sa Panglao. We have 12 international airports. So, yun naman yung swerte. Meron din international airport, ang Legazpi, ang Clark, uh, tapos ang Boracay, meron din. So, yun, might as well, parang kasi ang thinking kasi ng lahat, kailangan dumaan ako sa Naiya, hindi you can actually go straight to the tourist spot you want to go to and the tourist destination can accept from countries na kung saan meron silang confidence na mababa ang covid case or halos wala na
0: okay uh, secretary berna i'm going to be winding down but i need to ask you no because uh, my kasabihan na don't waste a crisis no or crisis creates opportunities no alam ko um, ang uh, sinasabi kayo. baguhin din yung tourism model sa atin, and you've been uh, critical of uh, what you see as over tourism, no? Uh, so if there's a silver lining uh, in this uh, crisis, it's the opportunity to reimagine everything, including tourism, no? So how are you
1: reimagining tourism? Well, obviously, no LGU wants over tourism, so dante problema ko ang carrying capacity ngayon hindi ko siya problema every LGU wants a carrying capacity now you know even in Boracay di ba nagsara na tayo ng six months before and now of course because of covid parang nagsara naren siya the governor told me panalo ang environment the air is clean and Alamo, you know, one thing what I have been, I've always been pushing for sustainable tourism, but you know, one thing I was always pushing for was online, online digital applications. And now because of COVID, people are forced to do that, which actually makes it more efficient. online payment or online booking or, or cashless transactions. It just makes business doing better. Okay, so in that in that case, uh, the pandemic has
0: made us a bit closer to that vision.
1: Yes, well, ako naman kasi um, depends on what day you get me. But today, I am a glass half full kind of person, and I'm just looking at the 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 half glass full. Now the environment has never been so beautiful. The waters have never been so clean. People are conscious about be, are, try to be responsible travelers, and you Yung 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 ease of doing business, panalo. So, yun lang. Pero, syempre, mas gusto ko naman hindi nagka-COVID kasi dami na wala ng trabaho. Pero, well, nandiyan na tayo. So, we will just make the best of what we have. I'm te- but I am telling you, kami yung hardest hit tourism, but kami rin yung unang babangon. We are the most resilient industry and once um, mas start natin ito, Kame ang unang babangon at makakapag spur ng economic activity.
0: Well, on that note, and uh, may you uh, remain a glass half full. Thank you for your optimism. And, and good luck. Stay safe. No? Alam ko, you keep traveling to visit these
1: places. It's all work. But, uh, but, eh, we have to do it. We have to do it. It's our job. Thank you. Ang lungsod
0: ng bagyo. Isa sa pinakapopular na destinasyon ng mga turista ay mahigit anim na buwan nang naka-lockdown. Ano ba ang magiging new normal ng turismo rito? Para pag-usapan yan, kasama natin ngayon si Ginoong Alec Mapalo, Bagyo Tourism Officer. Magandang araw sa inyo, Mr. Mapalo.
3: Yeah, magandang uh, araw din, Howie, and maraming salamat. Thank you for uh, uh, allowing me to uh, be with you and share some insights as we experience uh, reopening of uh, tourism activities here in Baguio City. What uh, you As early as April, we already somehow drafted a uh, recovery plan for tourism here in Baguio City. And uh, you know, as early as that, we projected the September. So it actually happened. And uh, now that uh, it's happening, uh, or uh, we are seeing it uh, the way how we, we projected it, No, we are not re- even really expecting um, influx of tourism uh, uh, a large number of uh, tourists coming in. No? We're taking it slow.
0: In fact, uh, mayroon ka yung limit na
3: dalawang daan,
0: no? Two hundred visitors a day. Uh, tama puyon?
3: Yeah, tama yun na uh, uh, That's our initial limit, no? Two hundred. But uh, it, it may not. Ha- it may happen that uh, we'll we will not even reach that on a daily basis. Okay, that's quite surprising because we know that it's very
0: convenient from uh, major cities in Luzon, so it'll be quite a change uh, uh, to yeah. see so few yeah. tourists going to uh, Baguio. But as you said, maaring mas kaunti pa uh, kaysa sa 200 yeah. ang uh, magiging uh, tourism dito sa mga unang araw ng
3: uh, uh, yeah, to how we because uh, uh, initially we are, ano, eh, considering muna uh, tourists coming from re- Region One, no? so we are allowing only those that are coming from Region One. Uh, we and uh, we know for a fact that uh, major limiting your market uh, if that is the case. So aside from the fact, na medyo marami coming requirements, no, uh, uh, because uh, the, the reopening of uh, tourism here in Baguio City is primarily also very cautious and conscious of uh, health and uh, um, uh, sanitation protocols. Because, uh, well, just like in any place, it is a fact that cases, no daily cases of positive cases of COVID-19. So, uh, we are handling and managing uh, those uh, increases in COVID cases. So we do not want to ma- compromise or ma- jeopardize army healthcare capacity. So this is like a uh, initial uh, natin experiment no, with Region 1 and learn from uh, the process, the systems that we have put in place. Uh, and eventually, if we see that uh, we can be able to manage more, then we can perhaps expand the market. We are looking at uh, perhaps um, uh, two weeks or a month from now, uh, we can start expanding the market. Not necessarily NCR Agat, but uh, this is how we would like our uh, guidelines to be dynamic. But we have to put in mind also, remember how we that uh, we are actually allowing other travels. No, uh, We had uh, uh, those uh, that, uh, are on uh, essential and business and official travels, no, like uh, government officials. Medyo yan. that's more than 200 a day. No? So, kaya ang inaallow ngayon uh, ang ating binuksan actually is the travel for leisure. You know, that has not been allowed. It has been the last priority. Uh, not uh, in the, the in the during the pandemic,
0: okay. Uh, sabi niyo nga medyo strict to kayo. No, uh, in fact, uh, because of these uh new restrictions, bakamas koonti pa uh, paisa doon sa sinet yung uh, limit na 200 uh, visitors a day. No, so gosh, napaka konti yon compared to what Bagyo is used to. No, so yeah
3: patakaran so we have uh, requirements and uh, at the same time uh, the testing requirements are also there and the uh, types of tour the tours that are allowed are also uh, uh, indicated or specified. So uh, the usual tourists, na experience namin I mean, prior to pandemic, like the uh, day tourists or uh, DIY tourists, no, or mga backpackers, uh, yun hindi pa namin inaallow yung mga And uh, we know that that is the bulk of uh, tourists that we had before. Uh, dun sa system, nandun po yung requirements. So ang inaallow lang natin buksan ngayon yung talagang leisure, walang, uh, business.
0: So walk us through uh, the requirements, no? Alam ko my online registration can Just uh, walk us through the different steps.
3: Yeah, we have an online registration system. This is what we call Bagyo Visita. So uh, they just have to um, uh, search that uh, URL: visita.bagyo.gov.ph. No, but prior to that, it might be wise to explore first with our uh, tour and travel agents. No, because para makita kung saan muna pwedeng pumunta no saan hotel pwedeng magbook and the list of uh, tour and travel agents namin as a fb page na namin na budget tourism so they can check that out Be- before they schedule a visit or they schedule a travel no? but yung mga Visita they can already create uh, personal accounts uh, even without a travel yet so they they can also choose to go straight uh, uh, doing a uh, registration of their accounts no one person one account after uh, magkaroon ka na ng account, that is when you can start uh, scheduling a visit. And uh, you do sa pag-schedule ng visit, uh, well, doon sa account muna. No? Do sa account, it is important that you will upload an ID with a photo, preferably a passport, sabi namin, and then your current photo. Pag nag-register ka na ng travel or nag-request na ng travel, you have to upload your uh, confirmed itinerary. So yun yung isang uh, requirement plus your confirmed booking uh, in a hotel or accommodation. And then you will uh, proceed to uh, our health, electronic health declaration form. So we have an electronic questionnaire, in because the aim here is that uh, we have a unified health declaration for each tourist. Now they don't need to fill out the same questions or form in all establishments or Tourist sites that they will have to go to, no.
0: All right, but uh, may may rule, ba, uh, uh, about how many
3: days before uh, your trip yeah. uh, you must take the, the test? Seventy-two hours. Uh, within seventy-two hours, dapat take that test, not uh, more than.
0: So the new normal uh, of Baguio tourism is a fairly uh, long process, no? Kailangan may registration. You have to download this uh, QR code. Uh, maaring magpatest bago umalis uh, or have the test uh, in Baguio, but that's uh, taking a chance, no? Because if you positive, ka uh, you have to go home,
3: right? That's true. That's true. So uh, oh. we always encourage nalan to take the test uh, prior to travel uh, because as when, when that uh, time happens na naka-positive ka dito, we will turn you over to our city health officials and uh, they will do the management uh, after that. And uh, whatever expenses that will be incurred, it will be shouldered by the tourists.
0: Sir, one final question lang. Um, alam nyo, uh, nakasanayan na ng mga tao pag uh, iniisip yung tourism sa bagyo, no? Uh, talagang crowds of people, no? Lalo na pag meron kayong mga festival dyan, no? Hindi na tayo babalik sa ganon. Do you want to see that kind of tourism again? Uh, in Baguio, uh, even even after this pandemic is over, yeah. uh, do you want to see that
3: again? We have experienced how our nature was also affected, uh, degradation of nature, uh, water supply, and uh, it's also affected if we have a large crowds, uh, traffic becomes bad, no? Uh, while economy perhaps is good, but not even uh, economy that is reaching the city coffers. Because of masterism, there's proliferation of uh, informal uh, businesses. And uh, and that is not really good. No? And so uh, we have to consider this, as we always say here, no, that this pandemic somehow gave us a silver lining in terms of providing us a reset button of how we can do it better, uh, the lessons that we have learned from the over-tourism, as we have experienced before, uh, are now things that we have become more conscious about. And uh, we would like to move towards that direction where our tourism is self-inclusive. Uh, if we have uh, been able to just uh, keep it at a certain capacity, the number of tourists that are coming in, the experience will be more enriching and, and, and enhanced. Uh, and at the same time, you know, providing uh, the same number or at least uh, perhaps uh, the way th- how it should be done legally, you know, uh, providing livelihood for, for our constituents here in Bar-Dice. So that is ha- our vision now and hopefully uh, uh, we can move uh, smoothly towards that direction.
0: All right. Uh, on that uh, optimistic note, uh, we want to thank you. Uh... Uh, Mr. Alec Mapalo, Baguio Tourism Officer, good luck uh, on uh, the coming days and uh, on that vision of uh, a new kind of uh, tourism. Maraming salamat sa inyo. Stay safe, Mr. Mapalo. Stay safe there in Baguio.
3: Thank you very much, Hawi, and uh, I appreciate our uh, conversation. Thank you very much.
0: Asama natin ngayon ng isang Canadian na nais Pinoy. Sumikat siya sa kanyang vlog na becoming Filipino. Walong pong probinsya na ang napuntahan niya sa Pilipinas. Bakit kaya? Si Kyle Jenerman, otherwise known as Kulas.
2: Magandang araw, Kulas. Hello. Uh, hey. Kulas, gentlemen, how are you? I am very good. Magandang araw. Magandang, uh, well, I could say Mayan adlaw in Basaya, but <laughs> good day.
0: Yeah, okay. Nasaan ka ngayon, uh, Kulas? Where are you right now?
2: Ah uh, dito sa Kata'il. It's uh Davao Oriental. It's the east coast of Mindanao just north of Davao City. Okay, uh medyo malayo yan sa amin, and you know? So uh, bago
0: tayo dumako diyan sa uh, atong sa lugar niyo. Uh bakit Kulas? How did you get the name Kulas?
2: You know, it's uh, 2014, I was just by in uh, the house I stayed in in Kagianduro, traditional Filipino household. You know, manong, manang, tidas, tidas from mumpkins everywhere. And my manong just walked in, looked at me, and went, kulas. And I went, Anoyan. And then all my bracada went, kulas. And then that's it. So, mejo, mejo, mad because na kulas is very easy. Pero kayo, like, ano pangalamo, uh, kayo, it's mejo mahi rap. So, kulas has been a blessing. You've been all over
0: the Philippines, um, but now you are more or less based there uh,
2: in Kati'il, uh, Davao Oriental. Why? Actually, uh, just prior to the pandemic, uh, myself and my close friend, he's my cameraman. People might know him as Mark or Kumar. Uh, we actually purchased a beach lot here. So this is our first ever kind of investment in really living in the Philippines. So uh, now it's our happy home base, I guess. But uh before this, it was Kegi and Dioro, and I lived in QC for a year as well.
0: So, uh, of all the places in the Philippines, uh, why there, uh, Katil, uh it's quite far from the nearest city? You know, uh, what attracted to you? What attracted you to that particular place?
2: You know, I think it's just the the local atmosphere. It's a very local place, very uncrowded. Uh, it has a lot to offer. I mean, right up in my backyard, I have many waterfalls. I have a nine kilometer stretch of beach right in front of me. I have very safe areas to swim, and I have a very cool local community here. Uh, you know, they're Mandaya, Kamayo, Basaya. It's just a little bit of Halo Halo, and it's very, very, it's just beautiful. It's beautiful. The title of your vlog is Becoming
0: Filipino. Gustumo maging Filipino.
2: No, why do you want to become Filipino? So here's the interesting thing is that somebody might look at it and think this guy, foreign guy, just wants to turn into a Filipino, but it's definitely. It's not like that, because I wouldn't think that would be appropriate. For me, it's just taking these positive experiences I'm having here, which are in abundance, and having those become a part of my life. So I guess you could say, I'll always be becoming Filipino in a sense, just like anybody who goes to Canada, would have parts of that country becoming Canadian. But uh, it's not to do with, with transforming, it's just to do with taking the positives, having them become a part of me, and then sharing those with other people.
0: So what are the positives? I mean, you, you, know, you must know that a lot of Filipinos
2: wouldn't mind trading places with you and uh, becoming Canadian. You know, I think first and foremost, there's just this deep sense of appreciation and uh, you know, the way people can, you know, just look at something as simple as like singing a song or eating together as family, or, you know, just, uh, I'll give you another example of something that's very deep-rooted, as I'm sure you know, resiliency. Uh, you know, the way people can, can be going through the most difficult of things, but still draw happiness from small things around them and compound on that. Uh, you know, and I just love the way people adapt here. I love the way people have fun here. Uh, you know, there's just a lot of simple things that we around the world, and I had been to 30 countries prior to being here, uh, you know, don't, don't really connect with as often or don't really value as much as we should. And that's something, yeah, simple stuff like that. So
0: Okay, so uh, you've been to, you said, uh, 80 provinces. Uh, yes. And uh, there, are, there are very few. Uh, I guess you can count them on your hands, uh, the places you haven't been. So are there untapped attractions uh, that you think uh, uh, visitors from anywhere, even domestic uh, travelers, um, shouldn't miss out on that you've uh, discovered uh, during your travels here
2: in the Philippines? Well, you know what? I think what's so incredible and what's been so amazing is just seeing the abundance of what you can find here and, and the diversity within it. I mean, right now I've been sitting in Casa'il, okay? This is where our place is, our new home base. And there's a nine kilometer stretch of Cream Sand Beach where I can hang out and surf and swim. But did you know that in Gamai, it's a small town in Northern Samar, I just posted about this yesterday, there's the same style of beach, like maybe five kilometers long. And then I always ask people this, what, what do you like? Like they ask me what's your favorite place in the philippines or what can i experience like what well, what do you like and somebody goes well you know i like uh, volcanoes okay then you go well do you want a cone one in Bicol, or do you want to go to Camigán and check to the top of one called hibok hibok or do you want to go to canloan or Canlaon in negros and go to the rainforest the jungle up there uh, you know the, the philippines it gives you a lot of diversity within the same things and then as you know there's uh, you know over 100 different languages You know, the food here, for example, the Kinilau is different than the Kinilau in Sikior, than the Kinilau in, I'm sure, Pangasinan, you know, the Kinilau in Batanas, whatever. It's a a country that has whatever, or has a niche for everyone, but you have to understand, you got to look for it first, and you got to ask people and and, and find that with people. Whenever anybody tells me how they, they didn't have a good trip to the Philippines, I, I firmly believe it's because they didn't find what they enjoy because you can find something to enjoy here.
0: So you yourself, what do you enjoy the most uh, doing in the Philippines? I mean, uh, you taught uh, outdoors sports yeah. and creation to kids. Uh, what do you yourself enjoy uh, in terms of the outdoors
2: in the Philippines? I think what I appreciate the most uh, actually and, and what, what comes across a bit strange to me sometimes is how people find it to be a bit more uh, I guess you could say Kuyao and Basaya or dang- what's, what's the term dangerous in uh, in Tagalog? I should know this. Shoot. <laughs> but uh, it, it, I just enjoy uh, literally going trekking in the Bukid because it's so diverse. You know, I went up, for example, Mount Hamagitan. It's a UNESCO World Heritage Mountain last September, the world's largest pygmy forest, you know, a home of the Philippine Eagle, incredible. And the cool thing is, it's not the natural environment itself I really connect with the most, it's when you walk out there. There's these really local, amazing Filipino communities that you come across. You know, people who seem to live in more quote-unquote simple settings. You know, there's simple houses, little basketball court, but the interaction seems to be so fun and educational, enjoyable and positive. And I just love that. That's my favorite.
0: Okay, like everyone else, uh, Kulas. No, you've been on lockdown. You've been. Uh, I'm sure you've been following quarantine rules. Uh, how how have you been? Uh, I mean, your, your passion is, is traveling. I mean, that's your, also your livelihood. Uh, so uh, how have you survived? How have you coped with all of this?
2: Oh, I, I think uh, especially the first three and a half months, when I was just at this, uh, this upstairs of an ancestral house that I lived in, in Kayak and Dioro in the city. Uh, you know, it, obviously it was a bummer. You go through these waves of emotions. Some days you're feeling good, some days you're feeling a bit weird, some days you're feeling bad, some days you know, you just don't know. But it sounds a bit corny and like I'm, I'm sucking up here to Filipinos. But the truth is this, is that I just reflected back on my experiences, you know, dealing with Filipinos, for example, who dealt with earthquakes in North Katabasa or Typhoon Ulanza, or, you know, I remember being in an island, Northern Bahol, called Batasan Island. After the earthquake, every single day, the island gets flooded by seawater now. everyone's houses. And instead of uh, pouting about it, what they did is they adapted and made the best of their situation. So I guess I kind of just challenged myself, reflecting on the experiences I've had here in the Philippines and and told myself, you know what, I can find ways to feel good. And I did, I connected with people. I tried making some food that I've never made before. I picked some mangoes from the tree outside and ate mango float, you know, you just find little ways. And I think that obviously, I wish I could run around high-fiving and interacting Wherever I want in the Philippines at any given time, that would be amazing. But I can't, so I have to find other ways to appreciate life. And Filipinos taught me how to do that.
0: Okay, uh, you've seen both the good and the bad uh, about traveling in the Philippines, about the tourism uh, industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you mentioned, this pandemic uh, and lockdown is a chance to kind of reflect and uh, kind of think about everything, reimagine uh, yeah. almost everything. So. Uh, how, how are you reimagining traveling in the Philippines uh, in the future? I mean, what, how, do you, how do you wish things would change uh, in terms of traveling in the Philippines, uh, tourism uh, in the Philippines? I think the, the
2: answer to that is localized and purpose-driven and slow. Um, what I mean by that, Howie, is don't get me wrong. It's fantastic when millions of people come, have a weekend, have a week, you go to the resort, you know, have a great time and leave. Fantastic, drives the economy. It's great. It's really, you know, hopefully they bring positive experiences back to their country, tell other people more people come. You know, I would love to see a lot of travelers to go very local, spend a lot more time to get to know where they're going and look at ways that their experience can not only be fun and happy and positive for them and enjoyable, but can also rub off in a positive way even more so than in the past for those around them. So I'd love to see people go slow, localized, and throw in that purpose-driven, man. If, if we could have a million people come to this country or from this country stay here and travel purposely to a local area and stay there for a while, and not just spend, but even develop something positive within the people there, I think that's a lot better than 10 million people showing up for a weekend, having a beer and enjoying the beach. All right.
0: Well, uh, thank you for your upbeat uh, attitude uh, about everything, Kulas Jennerman, who is <laughs> becoming Filipino. <laughs> Good luck on your travels, and more importantly, always stay safe.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. You stay safe too. Ingat po. Ingat.
0: <laughs> Tula maraming industriya, dumapa ang turismo sa Pilipinas sa panahon ng pandemya. Pero Crisis Creates Opportunities. Dahil sa mga pangambang dulot ng COVID-19, inaasahang matamlay pa ang pagdating ng mga dayuhang turista sa bansa. Kaugnay nito, palalakasin naman ang lokal o domestic tourism. Ito na marahil ang pagkakataon upang mas kilalanin natin ang ating bayan. Panahon na, upang mas tangkilikin ang sariling atin. Ito po ang Quarantined with Howie Severino.